Welcome to Allergy Times. I'm Dr. Zachary Rubin, and my podcast is all about allergies and immunology. This is a podcast meant to educate the public and not intended as medical advice. Further questions should be directed towards your local allergist if you have concerns about your own health. Look, folks, I'm so tired. There's so much misinformation in the public surrounding the COVID-19 vaccines, and it's very dangerous. If there's any chance to truly move past this pandemic, then we will need to do our part to get vaccinated when we can and help clarify questions surrounding these vaccines. Many people have had a hard time deciding whether they'll get the COVID vaccine. I get it. There are a lot of fears whenever a new medical intervention comes out. There are many questions left to be answered. I won't pretend that I know all of these answers. However, we don't have a lot of time left to think about this. If we don't have enough people vaccinated, then we'll have a much more difficult time of controlling this pandemic. This is our shot now to get over this pandemic. So I'm dedicating this episode to dispelling as many myths and clarifying as many questions as I can. Are you ready? Let's go. First, there's mistrust brewing because people believe that these vaccines were rushed. While these vaccines were developed in record time, there were no shortcuts in the overall process. The actual technology for these vaccines were under development for over 30 years. They had been tested on animal models just like other vaccines. Also, just like other vaccines, several clinical trials were conducted to assess the safety and effectiveness of these COVID-19 vaccines. What set these COVID-19 vaccines apart from other vaccines is the tremendous amount of money and buy-in from tens of thousands of people across the world working in collaboration to get these products out to market. The Phase 3 clinical trials for each vaccine involved tens of thousands of study participants, which is significantly larger compared to previous vaccines that were studied. Since COVID-19 has been so rampant, the primary endpoints in terms of symptomatic COVID-19 infections were achieved in only a few months. The FDA rigorously evaluated the data from these trials and concluded that the benefits far outweigh the potential risks of these vaccines. The COVID vaccines do not cause COVID. The Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson vaccines all have a common goal, which is to produce one protein from the coronavirus, which is called the spike protein. This protein is seen as formed by your immune system and creates antibodies to help protect you from COVID-19 in the long term. These vaccines have no possible scientific way to be able to produce the virus itself. Now, it's possible to get COVID-19 even if you're vaccinated. It takes two weeks after the second dose of the Pfizer and Moderna products to reach its full effectiveness, and two to four weeks after the Johnson & Johnson single dose to reach its full effectiveness. Therefore, there is time for you to get sick with COVID-19. So it's very important to continue to follow mitigation efforts such as wearing a mask, physical distancing, and washing hands. In addition, none of these vaccines are 100% effective at preventing a COVID-19 infection. Fortunately, the risk of severe disease is significantly reduced after getting vaccinated. There's a lot of misinformation regarding how these vaccines work. For example, you may have heard that the vaccines alter your DNA. This is just not possible. The Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are mRNA vaccines. Messenger RNA is the transcript that orders your body's cells to make spike protein. mRNA cannot change your DNA. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine uses DNA to deliver the instructions for spike protein. This DNA is engineered so that it cannot enter the nucleus of your body's cells, which is where your DNA is housed. Therefore, 
there's no possible way for genetic mutations to occur. So no, you won't be joining the X-Men anytime soon. While it may seem strange, there are claims that there are microchips in these vaccines. This conspiracy theory likely came from misconstruing information from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They've invested millions of dollars in vaccination efforts to help overcome the pandemic. In trying to help underdeveloped nations with vaccine rollout, there have been logistical challenges in keeping track of who's been vaccinated when an electronic medical record doesn't exist. Researchers at MIT were looking into using an invisible dye placed on the skin to keep track of those who were vaccinated. This idea never got past animal testing. However, this easily became misconstrued into the microchip conspiracy theory. The ingredients in the vaccines are published all over the place, and there's nothing in the vaccine that can possibly track you. People who have contracted COVID-19 may believe they don't need to get the vaccine. This is simply not true. You should still get vaccinated if you've contracted a natural infection because we don't know how long you have protected from getting sick again. There have been case reports showing that people who have recovered from COVID-19 have become reinfected. We suspect that a vaccine will confer a more long-term protection against COVID-19 compared to a natural infection. A common myth floating around the internet is that the COVID-19 vaccine can cause infertility. There was a false report on the internet that the spike protein produced by the vaccines is similar to a protein called Syncytion-1, which is involved in the growth and attachment of the placenta during pregnancy. The misinformation was saying that the COVID-19 vaccine would cause a woman's body to fight the Syncytion-1 protein and affect fertility. The problem with this claim is that the spike protein found from coronavirus is not even close to resembling the Syncytion-1 protein. So this claim has no scientific basis. On the other hand, getting COVID-19 can seriously impact a pregnancy and the mother's health. There have been some other unique brands of misinformation floating around the internet, and I'm going to speak to how pervasive misinformation can be. For example, a Washington Post article reported that in December, a Facebook page with over 61,000 followers called Exposing Satanic World Government posted a screenshot from a new site called Gab, in which a user claimed that Amazon, banks, and airlines would force people to take the vaccine. The screenshot shows Gab founder Andrew Torba commenting that such practices were the mark of the beast. This post had over 300 likes and shares. But in January, TikTok banned the hashtags Mark of the Beast is COVID-19 Vaccine and hashtag Vaccine is the Mark of the Beast because these hashtags had over 700,000 views in the previous month and were tied to misinformation. There has been concerns that emerging variants will be too powerful for the vaccines to fight against. While this is a possibility, there's a lot of hope that we can still combat coronavirus using vaccines. First, there's more surveillance across the world for emerging variants. If they are identified early, we can respond to these new variants more effectively. For example, vaccine companies are prepared to quickly alter the vaccines to help fight off the newer variants. Since there's not a significant amount of changes to the vaccines in these cases, large-scale clinical trials would not be required since the minor alterations are highly unlikely to change the safety of the vaccines. As more people are vaccinated, the transmission rates will go down, and this will decrease the risk of more variants emerging. Another issue that concerns many folks is the notion that there is no long-term safety data on the COVID-19 vaccines. While it's true that there is little long-term safety data, it's not true that there is none. For example, mRNA vaccines have been tested on humans for the past seven years, and no serious long-term side effects have been reported. 
What people need to understand is that serious adverse events related to vaccines occur rather rapidly. Vaccines don't cause serious effects 10-15 years down the road. The vast majority of problems show up within the first two months of a vaccine. Over 100 million doses of COVID vaccines have been administered in the United States already, and we haven't seen anything that's commonly serious yet. Lastly, there's a sentiment that since the survival rate is so high, I don't need a vaccine. Look, it's true that most people who get COVID-19 are able to recover. However, it's also true that some people develop severe complications. Sadly, over 530,000 people have died from COVID-19 in the United States. 530,000. That's more than the population of Sacramento. That doesn't even account for the people who are hospitalized and recovered. This doesn't account for the people who have had prolonged symptoms for greater than three months, also known as long COVID. The COVID-19 vaccines are the fastest, safest, and most effective way to move past this pandemic. It is not only a way to help protect you from COVID-19, but it'll help protect others, especially our children who cannot get the vaccines right now. So with that, I thank you so much for listening to me talk about COVID-19 vaccine myths. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to future episodes of this podcast. Feel free to send me questions or ideas for future episodes on my Twitter at Ruben underscore allergy. That's R-U-B-I-N underscore allergy. Remember, folks, the world of allergy is quite common and confusing, and I'm happy to clear up confusion along the way. Take care.